think I know. Go ahead and it. go ahead and talk and see. Let's see what kind of volume we're getting. <laughs> okay. Hey, I don't know what to say, but it's okay. I'm just um, but um. Oh, I made Detailed. myself a breakfast quesadilla. Oh wow, that's actually <laughs> and it was delicious um, with veggie sausage, of course, because we sure. only have. Well, I'm not vegetarian, but Eric is. Oh, I thought I didn't you know were the that. vegetarian. Oh no, that is the oh, wow. um, common misconception. Yes, I feel like we're on the record right now. <laughs> yes. Eric is a vegetarian. Eric Bethany is a vegetarian. Is not. I am not. I didn't know that. We're gonna have to have him on the podcast <laughs> to talk about that. Like, I know, right? Uh, you know, um. Yeah, there's a couple people at Christ City Church that don't eat meat. Really? Who mm-hmm. else? Oh, I'm not going to spill the tea, Chad. Spill the tea. Spill the We're tea. We're already recording. Yeah. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> Hey there, Christ City Church. Chaz here. Welcome to another episode of the Christ City Cast, where every couple of weeks we sit down with someone from within our faith family and allow them the space to share a bit of their story and to retell God's faithfulness in the midst of their story. Now you may have noticed with each episode, depending on who we're interviewing, a bit of their personality kind of magically comes through and travels over the airwaves and into your headphones or your car stereo or whatever you happen to be listening on. And that's really one of the surprising but really um, cool things about these episodes is that you're not only getting an opportunity to learn more information about the people that you're in community with, but their presence actually is known to you in these conversations that we're having. And so you get to actually know them more, not just about them more. And in so doing, their unique personality, the ways that God has kind of shaped them, and the unique way that he shows himself in them kind of really shines forth and comes through in these conversations. And that is probably nowhere more true than in the interview that Rory and I got to do with Bethany Powell. So we're really excited to share this episode with you, and we hope you enjoy Hello, Christ City. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm Rory Shaw, and I'm joined by my spectacular co-host, Chaz Holsenbach. Hello. And we're joined by Bethany Powell today, our special guest. Um, We're going to learn all about Bethany, what makes her tick, all of her darkest, deepest, darkest secrets. (laughs) Go. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, (laughs) Thanks for coming, Bethany. Kind of wanted to start off real easy for you. So... Like, we just love to know, how how did you get to Christ City? Okay, well, um, the short story is that I just looked at the um, Acts 29 website and found you. I really (laughs) feel like if we took a poll of every single person in the church, that would be the top answer. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that might be sad. Everybody looked up Acts 29 (laughs) and found Christ City. (laughs) So wait, 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 so you, you came to Christ City, how, how did, okay, I know the first time I ever met you, were you, or were you, were you already dating Eric? 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, we visited Christ City together. Okay. okay. So y'all weren't married. See, this was no. pre-Christ City for me. So. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I've only known you as a married married lady. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it just seems like we haven't been married that long, but I guess it's now been three years, so <laughs> it's weird. Um, yeah, so we were just dating. Eric was living in Fort Worth still, and I had just moved to Dallas from Fort Worth. And so he started driving every Sunday and Tuesday or whenever we were meeting. Are you from Fort Worth? Are you from Fort Worth? No, I'm from Dallas. Okay. <laughs> so you were just over there. You just went back stand. and forth. Uh, yeah. Well, so I I went to school in Fort Worth. Okay. Um, you? No, that is where Eric went. Okay. All of, I know. <laughs> All of my roommates went to TCU and knew him. So that's how we met. But oh, cool I story. went to the Art Institute. Yeah, you did. Oh. Uh, okay, very cool. Yeah. Okay, so y'all were in Fort Worth. You found it on the website You when you moved here and y'all started coming. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that is a pretty short story, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so how did it go? Like y'all came to Christ City. I'm assuming you got married. How did you get started in your GC? How did that kind of start? I honestly can't remember. I think we just talked to Jeremy and like the first day and he had told us there was a Deep Ellum GC. So this was when the ices were here. Don't that was yeah, that was a long time ago. Um so they lived in Deep Ellum and Eric lived oh well actually he was living for he in, in I guess eventually moved to develop. Yeah. I'm getting my timelines mixed yeah. up, but I don't know why we picked that one then. <laughs> Cause, because cause you was, weren't living in Deep Ellum, no. but you chose the Deep Ellum <laughs> Because there was a rock star I, in that GC Maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe so. And he was from Fort Worth. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know now. No, but that's fine. I mean, it's there is no judgment yeah. there of why you chose which GC you chose. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. So y'all are a part of... Do y'all still call yourselves the Deep Ellum Gospel Community? No, we don't really call ourselves anything now. <laughs> I was about to say, are any of the GCs no. based on location anymore? I feel like we're just no. GCs. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Okay. Okay. So y'all joined the Deep Ellum Community. That's been kind of, uh, it's changed over the years, but y'all are kind of have a core group now, right? Of Yes, it's literally just us, the Kearns, the Looters, and Andrew Harris. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. And y'all have been together for a while. Yes, yeah. I, I I guess ever since Andrew came, which I, I can't remember when that was, maybe a couple years ago, it's been the same ever since. But it's been really cool to just grow in relationships with these people. Uh, I think it takes me a really long time to open up to people so just the fact that I've known um yeah all of these people for a really long time especially the Kearns um it's helped me a lot be more open and vulnerable with them mm-hmm. so it's been really cool where had you been a part of any other kind of community like that pre-coming to Christ City like where it was that intentional like you're like doing community with someone for that long Yes and no. <laughs> um, Eric and I were a part of a church in Fort Worth before coming here, and we did have a really close-knit community there as well, but it was literally only we would meet once a week. And it, that time was really great and special, but we didn't really meet much outside of that. So I think that's the difference between now with this GC is just we're, we're like, 
really good friends now and we just call each other up randomly like do you want to grab dinner do you want to even just hanging out with other friends too that we may not know it's really cool like I've we've gotten to know a lot of the looters and Kern's friends as well. We're slowly meeting Andrew's friends as well. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so it's been really cool. But I think that's so cool. I think that's what like community is supposed to look like, where it is maybe like, oh, well, I'm going to meet with these people once a week because like that's what I'm supposed to do, right? But then it turns into these deep relationships where yeah. you're, it's not just the once a week thing. And I think where relationship really happens is outside of that that planned meeting or mm-hmm. you know so like asking someone to go get dinner and then it turns into this really cool conversation like that's how I'm sure and I'm assuming these relationships started and what makes it so special exactly yeah that was really well worded so I have a question so maybe kind of backing up a little bit but um so you started coming to Christ City while you and Eric were still dating. And so then y'all started going to Christ City together. And then, you know, obviously, I guess, what, about three years ago now, y'all got married. So mm-hmm. that's great. So how how is that? How is, like, that whole journey of church together is not married, getting married? Um, like, how has getting married kind of affected... That sounds bad. How has <laughs> get how has being married, you know, changed how you follow Jesus these first couple years, like in good ways? Mm-hmm. Like, how's it been challenging? Because I mean, it, it it is challenging sometimes. Um, I don't know. You know, if there's anything. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I feel like maybe the the first thing that comes into my mind is just that I think. <laughs> Whenever we were initially coming to Christ City, you know, I was living in Dallas, he was in Fort Worth, and so I feel like the only times we really saw each other were at church and at GC, and then maybe one other time in a week, but sometimes no. And so it would just be a lot of hanging out with other people, and then um, not a lot of one-on-one time. And so I really love to have conversations immediately following our gatherings or our GC times just because I want to hear what Eric's thoughts were like maybe if he didn't feel comfortable sharing anything or maybe if I something really stood out to me I just like to have those conversations so I think that's been really neat just to be able to actually go home together and then have those it's like conversations all one-on-one time now. <laughs> uh, yes especially during covid yeah, yeah oh, lots well, yeah. of one-on-one time but yeah that's been really cool um yeah i'm very giggly because i'm nervous <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fun. awesome yeah uh you're uh my experience with Bethany is that you're always giggly well that's true yeah that is true I want to I don't want to know but I wonder what bad news bad mood Bethany is like oh wow yeah (laughs) yeah I don't know I sometimes when I'm sad but I'm trying to cover it up I'm still giggly um but I can get in bad moods you can ask Eric I was like we'll ask Eric yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I'm sure um yeah so, Bethany, what was it like? So, you graduated from the Art Institute. Did you immediately go into, like, what you are doing now? Or was that, like, oh. a hobby, and then you moved it into, like, 
full-time business? Yeah, that's a great question. This is it's kind of a long story, but (laughs) we're here. We're here for it. Okay, okay, cool. Um, I'll try not to make it too long, but yeah. So after I graduated the art institute, um, I studied interior design, um, and I tried so hard to stay in Fort Worth. It's kind of funny. I only apply to places in Fort Worth, like Eric was there, our church community was there, it just made sense. And I had so many interviews and got turned down everywhere. And then my career counselor at the Art Institute got me an interview in Dallas and I got it immediately. And I was like, cool, I guess I'm moving to Dallas. <laughs> but um, honestly, not so cool, right? Because you wanted to stay in Fort Worth. Yes, exactly. I was actually really bitter about it. Um, but it turned out to be so amazing. Well, not at first. Um, my job in Dallas was really toxic and horrible. Um, I won't get you don't into have to, all you don't of have those to name details. Where you yeah, it was just not good. And uh, basically, came home crying every day I mean it was just horrible so I was only there for about a year it's about as long as I could handle it then I found another interior design job that was a work from home kind of gig it was really weird like a contractor position so you, you basically just get matched with someone with your same style and then work with them but it was a lot of work and I was hardly making any money for all of the amount of time I was putting into it so that's kind of when I started dabbing into brush lettering um I just I've always enjoyed writing and it was kind of a <laughs> a fab thing I don't know just like everyone's doing brush lettering at this time so I decided to give it a whirl and loved it and so I opened my own Etsy shop and I then still wasn't making a ton of money so I also was working at part-time at paper source as well and I think then, that's when I met you or oh when really was you were at paper oh maybe. yeah yeah that was a fun and interesting time but um yeah basically decided I loved working at Paper Source and doing this side hustle thing way more than <laughs> interior design stuff. So I eventually left and then my business slowly grew. Like in the midst of all of that um, moving around, like I nannied and eh, I think that's it. And just continued working at Paper Source until I felt comfortable going full time. So. What yeah. was like the like what was the catalyst for you like saying I'm quitting paper source, quitting nannying, and I am I'm putting all my energy into this business? So at the end I was just nannying and it really just came down to uh the fam well, I was nannying for the Kearns and the Larsa Balls, but um oh actually I think it was just the Larsa Balls at this point. Anyway, uh, for those who don't know, it's just a family just in a, our church. Just like, aside. Yeah, I was like, that, some of y'all might know who, who they are, but that's okay. Um, yeah, they basically needed someone full time, yeah. and so I couldn't give that to them. And then I was like, well, I was thinking about going full time in a couple months anyway. Um, so really, it was just a huge leap of faith, and I was like, I guess I could have either gone full time for them and probably had a stable income or 
done this thing where I felt like I was called to and I just decided to just go for it which was really cool um and I think one thing that's been really neat with this whole thing is I basically can create my own schedule um which has allowed me freedom to like babysit when people ask me to or like I've gone to the hospital with someone you know when they needed someone there with them just things like that it's it's really opened me up which has been really sweet yeah no that's really good so you you said you know I had this kind of fork in the road so to speak to kind of choose and I kind of took you said like a leap of faith so I'm I actually am kind of curious like you know um so often I mean I know our family you know uh, this last year we've wrestled in similar situations where there's like kind of two options and we're not sure which way to go um, we're in the midst of that uh, ourselves as a family a little bit right now, but I know so many other people, um, I mean, all of us at some point have these kind of circumstances where we kind of have to make a choice. And so obviously we all want to do the right thing or the correct thing or the best thing. And we want to do like, what does God want mm-hmm. me to do? And so we have like all these kind of really kind of vague notions about like, what is God's will for my life and how do I do it? And So I'm just kind of curious, like, how did, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I don't, maybe the stakes weren't super high. I don't, you know, maybe they were, I don't, I don't really know, but like, how did your relationship with Jesus and then how did your relationship even maybe with, you know, Eric and maybe your community even like all kind of funnel into like helping you make a decision, um, for better, for worse, Mm -hmm. and just kind of going for it. Like, did it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so I'll kind of go back a little bit yeah. and tell a little story and then maybe that will help. But, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's Don't great. worry about that. Okay. <laughs> um, Note for the audio. <laughs> Nothing to see yeah. here. Nothing <laughs> to see here. <laughs> Just heard it. Um, okay. So, yeah, I guess going back to when Eric and I were dating and when I was doing the whole contractor position and not making a lot of money it was a really difficult time for me because I wasn't really making rent payments that well like um it would just be like oh my rent's due and I'm like this much short what am I gonna do kind of situation and that time was really hard obviously but really sweet as well because I just felt extremely close to the Lord in that season and ultimately he provided every single time like people would just gift me money out of the blue or like I would randomly be asked to babysit for extra money or like a client would come in at the exact right time I needed them to um so really that season has spurred on a lot more trust um with me and the Lord and it's just been really sweet to see that play out in future scenarios so like going back to taking that leap of faith with um this going with my business full-time I think that season really helped play a role in that so I felt a lot more comfortable like okay maybe I'm not gonna make exactly what I need to but the Lord provided for me so many times in this other season he'll do it again and he has and I think 
part of it is like thank you Eric he just has he has a stable job right now and so because of that I've been able to do this and not necessarily worry about what money is coming in but um but yeah I just think ultimately that season has just shaped my trust with the Lord and just seeing him provide I think from the outside looking in, you telling the story, it's cool how like the Lord kind of was like, no, you're going to Dallas, not staying in Fort Worth, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then how you can see and pinpoint all these, like looking back, all these places along the path of like the Lord providing. So when like Chess said, you did come to this fork in the road, it's like, okay, I can take this sure thing or do I take this leap of faith and like how your journey was led you to yeah I'm I'm gonna step out in faith on this Mm -hmm. yeah exactly it's been really cool like the whole process of getting to this point because I didn't plan for this to happen (laughs) it just kind of did and I think that's what's so beautiful about it is like now I do feel like it is where I'm supposed to be because I've just been walking in faith and like trusting you know I could have said no to that Dallas job which honestly was not great anyway like I would have been way happier but it brought me here and um ended I ended up quitting the whole interior design industry yeah Yeah, it's just I didn't know that and so it's really cool I didn't you know you're like I was doing interior design I didn't know that I thought you've (laughs) always just been doing like the lettering and things that you're doing so it's really cool to know that you kind of just did a 180 and did something completely different yeah yeah it's really weird but also really cool I also really like how you said um this this doing what you do allows you kind of to make your own schedule Mm -hmm. and so like I don't know I just think there's something uh kind of cool in that your your way that you're thinking about that isn't like I can make my own schedule. I can just do whatever I want, whenever I want, and just sleep till ten. It's just all about me. But your your thought is, I can make my own schedule, and that frees me up to serve others. And like that's really neat. Like um, I know me, that's not my default. Like free time's free time. That's me time, you know. Um, But so, anyways, I think that's really neat that you've been able to kind of incorporate that into the freedoms that your job allows you to have, and to serve others, and to care for other people. you know, I mean, so many of us, I think, uh, we build margin into our lives, but it's for us and it's not for others. And so I know personally, I'm trying to kind of work on that. Like margin is, I need it for me, but I also need, you know, I need it for others as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really good. Thanks for saying that. So what about, I know you and Eric recently bought a house. Yes. Yes. So what has it been like I'm assuming buying a house, you're putting roots in East Dallas and the community and like 
Yeah, it's kind of funny because Eric still works in Fort Worth. And so people... I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people are like, oh, wait, what are y'all doing? But yeah, I just think it's been even more of a sure thing that we're supposed to be here. Like, we prayed so much in the midst of that. Like, Lord, just please let this process be easy if you want us to be here. And like... It was the easiest process ever. I feel bad saying that because I, no I, I know, I know, I know. A lot of people are <laughs> With struggling. Whole right prices now. skyrocketing right now. <laughs> I know it makes me feel a little guilty saying that, but yeah, it was so cool. It, like we looked at three houses. We put an offer on the second house we looked at, and they accepted it that night. And we even went under asking, and it's like, <laughs> like so unheard of. I know, and and then. everything we said we wanted fixed she was like sure and it just happened so fast it was so cool um so yeah it just feels like okay yeah we uh we definitely should be here and um like our community is here it just feels like we're at home and it's been really cool and you added another member to your family as well. <laughs> we did. <laughs> not a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I am not pregnant. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have a little dog. He's crazy. His name's Norman. Uh, Norman? Yes. That's a funny name. Yeah. He, yeah, he already has an old man name, <laughs> even <laughs> though he's a puppy. <laughs> no, I think that's great. You know, um, yeah, just hearing you tell stories about like, you know, how you ended up in Dallas and like your job changes and the you know buying a house and all this stuff. Like, um, I don't know. I I, I feel like I I want to say like this. So often, I think in the kind of like churchy world, you know, we have like an idea about like what it means to follow Jesus or whatever, and it or or to to do all these things, and it's like usually we look outside of the context of our kind of like ordinary regular life of like getting jobs, paying bills, buying houses, like all the normal stuff. And, and then, um, we forget that like, actually that's where, that's where Mm. life is happening. Like that's where Jesus enters in and hearing you kind of tell the stories of like making these decisions and like feeling disappointed and discouraged and, you know, um, triumphant and happy and like how everything you know anyways it's just it's it's encouraging to hear you kind of retell those stories through the lens of like yeah and then uh even in the midst of like a kind of a winding road like god's brought us here and now we're buying a house and that is really cool to, to i don't know <laughs> it, it's been cool for me to just talk about all these things in one setting i don't yeah. know just seeing everything come together Okay, I do think I have one more kind of question that I just we we talked about it a little bit earlier, but I am kind of curious if you could just um, talk a little bit about or if, you know 
how important gospel community has been for you mm-hmm. at Christ City Church. I mean, again, we've talked about it, you know, alluded to it a few times. Um, and, you know, all of us are kind of in different places with our gospel communities, and that's kind of how it always is. Um, and so I'm just curious, like, how have you and Eric or your gospel community, how have y'all kind of weathered that storm of, you know, people come and people go, and you kind of have some that are, that obviously y'all been together now as a GC for for a long time, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, how has that worked out, and how have y'all managed to stay so committed in the midst of, you know, seasons of life that change, and seasons of community change, and the difficulty of things like COVID and all that, you know, how has that worked for y'all? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, there have definitely been a lot of challenges for sure. I'm, I'm sure all of y'all can relate to. Um, man, I think a big thing has just been, I think we just all have the same desires to just grow and connect and spend time with one another. And basically just be family. I think that's really what we all desire um, when it comes down to it. And, you know, everyone who's come into our GC, we've, you know, we felt connected to them as well. And it's really hard to see them leave. And I think a lot of times, you know, it's easy to just be like, okay, well, we'll just stop meeting as much, you know, like if, not as many people are there and like with COVID and like Ryan and Tina having two kids now, like, you know, certain things can cause like, okay, you know, it would just be easier to not, but we all just have this desire to keep pushing forward. And honestly, I think Ryan has a lot to do with that. He likes to do like a seasonal just let's talk about what's going well, what's not, what we want to change, what, I don't know, just all that. And I think that's been really helpful for our GC, you know, like maybe we're committing ourselves too much to things. Like maybe we can't do a Sunday meal every week or whatever. Um, So we just kind of talk about those things pretty much every season. And that's been really helpful. Um, And then just as far as it being beneficial to me personally, I think it's been really, really cool in the midst of me having friends outside of the church ended up moving and all of that. I feel super connected to these people. Like these are my people. Like I want to spend all my time with them. We're even going on a... (laughs) 30th birthday trip for me like I'm literally taking my GC on the 30th birthday trip (laughs) because they are my best friends and I love them so thank you so much Bethany this was great I mean really this is good Um, it's nice to learn a little bit more about your story kind of where you're coming from where you're at um, how all that gets flushed out like you know with Jesus, trying to follow him, and um, that's that's really good. So thank you for coming and joining us and sharing. Um, We'll see you next time. Thanks. Yay, thanks.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Christ City Cast. Thanks to Rory for co-hosting. Thanks to Bethany for being willing to share a bit of her story. Thank you to Young Oceans who provide all of the music for these episodes. And if you would like to share some of your story during one of these conversations, then let me know and we'll be sure to schedule a time for you to come in and record. Until next time, thanks.